there is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is as vast as 40 episodes and timeless as a year. It is the middle ground between Christianity and comedy, between prodigy and asinine fatuity, and it lies between the pit of man's sins and the summit of his humor. This is the Weekly Encouragement Podcast. Alright, enough of that. Let's get on with the show. Plus, I'm a terrible whistler. Okay, here we go. Hello. Welcome welcome to the Weekly Encouragement. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Encouragement. Yearly Encouragement Edition. Yes. Yes. It, this podcast is officially a year old as of Sunday, December 27th, yes. 2020. I mean, it depends. I mean, the fact, the moment you in, imagine the name, the Weekly Encouragement Podcast could have been when it was, but we'll get to that in yeah. a later segment. So, so for a special episode, we're going to do 365 everything. We're going to talk about 365 random questions. We're going to talk about 365 Bible passages, 365 rants. And 365 Babylon B articles, which is what we do already, but who cares? Um, okay. It's going to be a long one, so you might as well get comfortable. Okay. Uh, this is going to okay. be a 365-hour-long podcast. Yep. Why don't we just go ahead and make it a 365-day-long podcast? Because, I mean, that's what it is. Well... No, we're a weekly podcast, not a daily podcast. That's true. So, so a 52-day-long podcast. Yes. And then we just have to do it for once a year. 52 days worth of podcast. Okay, I just confused myself. <laughs> so for the random question segment, we are going to pick out our favorites of all the random questions we've done, except for the past few recently, because you don't want to hear those again because they're recent. And we're not going to read all of them because that would take 365 hours, mm-hmm. almost literally. So... We have two lists worth. Andrew is handling one. I'm handling the other poorly, but I'll handle it. Anyway. It has to be handled. It's getting out of it's getting yes. out of hand. Yes. So for the main segment, we are going to be talking about kind of how the podcast got started, our favorite parts. For the secondary main segment, not the weekly rant, we will be talking about bloopers. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. Bloopers, favorite moments, stuff like that. Bloopers slash the best of the weekly encouragement. Yes. Like in our last blooper episode. So yeah. If you're wondering why there hasn't been a blooper episode recently, it's because we're doing them all now. Yeah. <laughs> we will go ahead and get started with our random question list one. Pick your favorites, Andrew. Let's see here. Um... Okay. Okay. When do you take down your Christmas decorations, and how long do you leave them up? Hmm. Well, we usually put them up. We usually put them up around like the day after Thanksgiving, um, and then we usually take them down sometime after New Year's. Okay. 
yeah, we still haven't taken ours down yet. And usually we put put them up the weekend after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But this year we got a couple got them out a couple weeks late. So we got ours a co- out a couple weeks early because we were mm-hmm. ready for twenty twenty to be over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The main thing with our house is that we had a hard time getting stuff ready to have a place for the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Is the, was the reason we did it later, and we just kind of put off putting the Christmas tree out. But yes, yeah. All right. What next? What is the most useful thing you own? We answered this before. I had a three D printer. Mm. But I remember saying I want a 3D printer because that would be the most useful thing I have. Hmm. So now my 3D printer is the most useful thing I have because I can make pretty much anything hmm. out of that sucker. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I would probably still say a phone or mm-hmm. computer to some extent, but that's kind of obvious. So after electronics, I'm really fond of my Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. It's one of the big ones, like. Oh, yeah, inch the, thick. the big chungus. Yeah. Uh, and it, <laughs> the big chungus yeah. knives. <laughs> Would that be yeah. the Bowie knife or the big version of a Swiss Army knife? Uh, no That's idea. The question. What really is a Bowie knife? I mean, is it a sword or is it a knife? Yeah. I mean, how do you define a Bowie knife? Is it just like a really big knife? I mean, I actually have a Bowie knife. What is knife? a Bowie knife? The blade itself is about this long. So, like, Five, six inches? Maybe, yeah. Okay. I don't think you'd be allowed to carry that in Silver Patrol. I think the rule is four inches. Mm, yeah. Why it is, I have no idea, but... Why are they buying back guns? Prelude to our weekly rant. <laughs> so... Why don't they buy back knives? Yeah. But we'll talk about that later. So let's see. Most useful thing you own? I mean, 3D printer is pretty good. Yeah. It's just that... I mean, if you, you know, if you... Yeah. break something you can just make a new one yeah but there's also the thing that well if you do use a 3d printer does the useful thing you own not be the 3d printer but actually the thing that it makes what's more useful the so, useful thing that makes the useful thing or, or the useful thing right that's really the I question think it's, here i think the useful thing i think the thing that makes the useful thing yeah but then again because you can make anything you can right make any useful but thing, then anything. again you you does do you credit the usefulness to the thing the useful thing that made the useful thing or to the useful thing itself because i mean if i was able to 3d print a swiss army knife i could do pretty much anything i want had put my mind to and that wouldn't be much because my mind is fairly limited but <laughs> nevertheless there do you still credit the usefulness to the thing that made the swiss army knife so if we did follow that logic then, though, I would have to say that the factory in Switzerland that made my Swiss Army knife would be the most useful thing I own, even though I don't actually mm-hmm. own it. So, it's a cart before the horse, but the cart before the horse is actually after another horse that's before that horse and its cart. So, mm. Are you sure Swiss Army knives are made in Switzerland? I don't think so. Or are they made in China, like they everything probably, else in the world? They probably are made not in Switzerland because there's probably not room in Switzerland for a factory. So there's, there's that. this one company that I own. <laughs> everything is purely made in this East Tennessee. So 
if you want to check that out, the link will be down in the show notes. We'll probably have an advertisement for that yeah. at some point. Although we don't know what we're going to call it yet. So yeah. it's called Darth Prince. For now. Yeah, for now. Like and we're changing the name. Uh, yeah, it, probably. I don't know. We can cut this part out if yeah. we need to. Okay, so what's the next <laughs> random question? Let's see here. We got a f- we got a fair amount of responses to this random question. What is your spirit animal? Oh yes, that was that was, that was the granddaddy of all random questions. Yeah, one person one. put an elephant, I think, and what? Yeah, I remember my that. dad sent in a turtle. That I can't remember why, but you can. I can probably guess. But I have no idea, really. Because he, because he lost a race to a rabbit. <laughs> hmm. But no, the turtle won. So he oh, beat, yeah. a, ra- he beat okay. a rabbit in the race, okay. would be why. Or maybe he saw Sleeping Bunny when he listened to the podcast and was like, a turtle is my spirit animal. Hmm. So, let's see. Um, I would probably still have to go with a wolf or something like that. Mm. But I would say my answer is probably still the same wolf, killer whale kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. I mean, let's see if we can think of others. I can't remember what you said. Well, I was asked the same thing in my Chick-fil-A interview. Who? Were you asked that? No. Oh, I, didn't get any, I, I, didn't, I didn't get any fun questions. Oh. They asked me if I had a spirit animal, what would it be? So, being the cliche interviewee i was i said the wolf because hmm. i work good alone and with the pack hmm. I, I would not hire you to, <laughs> i would not hire you just for that just for that yeah. statement because wolves are never alone but yeah. that would be a deal ender for me just because you said that but mm. go on yeah I, um but I don't really know. I've never. That's something that you don't really think about, right? Yeah, uh, except in stupid scenarios like those stupid yeah. podcasts, which two stupid idiots are doing. Yeah. But it's it's something that you think about when you're asked it, and then you right. just kind of ramble on until you finally think of an answer. Yeah, like exactly. We're doing right now, which is basically what the whole random question segment is, really. I'm just rambling until we can think of an answer. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't think of an answer. My spirit animal, a 3D printed. Something, just something 3D printed. How about this 3D printed Sherman tank in front of us? Yes. Wait, if you think about it, a human is is scientifically considered an animal. Yeah. So human is my spirit animal. Hmm. I should have said that in my Chick-fil-A interview. I don't know. That sounds godless. They probably wouldn't like that. How does that sound godless? Because... That's kind of an evolutionary evolutionary idea that humans are animals, sort of. I mean, I mean, if you think about animal, animal vegetables, yeah, animal. yeah, I, mean, I I would agree on that point. It's it's kind of like when you have ten seconds to talk about it, it kind of makes it sound like you're taking away the sanctity of human life, but yeah. not. Of course, that's not what you mean. But when you have ten seconds to answer a question, yeah. you kind of don't really get time to expound on that. Yeah, but. I don't know. Let's see. Any more on this list we should do? We had Andrew on with this one. Oh, yeah. If you were stranded on a deserted island and could only have one item, what would it be? You went all nerd on this one. I remember. <laughs> you were like, well, is this... Well, if the island is deserted, that means there was civilization on it at one time. 
Right. So, then you went on a whole rant about that. That there would probably be shelter already. So that so of the things that were important to you would be water, food, food not as much because you can go you can, for weeks yeah. without food, but mainly water. And if you're next to the ocean, you would need some kind of way to get water from that, which if you, All had, you need is a cup or right. you know, a shoe, maybe. Or, well, I mean, you have to boil it or right. something. You have to do something to get the salt out. Some, yeah. I mean, it also depends. Like, deserted island, you generally think of it as desert island because it's deserted and desert sound the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then again, you also think of it as being filled with dessert. So you might not need to worry about food. So <laughs> I'm ranting about this again. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Andrew said a cruise ship, which is, is like, of course. Yeah. A helicopter. The only problem with that, though, is that you wouldn't know how to operate it. Yeah. So you'd probably need like a. I bet if we could, we, I bet if we had to. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if it's an actual cruise ship, you just really couldn't because unless like the engines are started and stuff like Uh that, because it just, especially like a World War II type ship, Mm -hmm. they're just, even to just get it to operate normally, just to get it to go anywhere, you have to have like dozens of people working stuff Mm -hmm. at the same time. What about just a small boat, like a PT cruiser? Or I mean, yeah, something like that, or just like a speedboat, like... Mm -hmm. Um, Something, you know, you just turn it on with a key. Yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, like, you don't really think about this ever, but I think if you took a lot of people, you could... A lot of people, if they were, like, the only person in a plane somehow, they could probably fly it. Now, Mm -hmm. not well. I couldn't fly it well, but landing is really the only hard part, you know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's... If you want to know how to survive on a deserted island, ask John Kennedy. Because during World War II, mm, yeah, yeah. he got stranded yeah, on, yeah. A, on an island. It wasn't necessarily deserted. It was just yeah. an island it, in the it, Philippines yeah, yeah. after a Japanese um, warship just smacked right into his PT cruiser. Yeah, that just is like, no fair, dude. <laughs> he had, Come on. He had asthma, and he still dragged yeah. a wounded sailor. That is pretty impressive. Yeah. Wouldn't asthma give you a 4F in the military? His brothers were both in the Navy. Oh, and his dad okay. had close, very close ties in the government. I mean, so. people can get into the military at 16 and nobody knows, so yeah. you could not, fake, not let people know about asthma, but yeah. Okay, that's completely yeah. off topic, but so yeah. I mean, Steve Rogers got into the military and he had everything. Asthma mm-hmm. and all that. I have no idea who... T- who he was, but I'm going to pretend I do. Captain America. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's Captain America? <laughs> well, that's the one thing I know, but that's all I know. So, uh, let's see. I was going to say, if you don't know who Captain America is, along with Home Alone, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give you every. I'm going to give you the podcast and just leave. <laughs> I don't know about Captain America. Crap. <laughs> Yeah. I've heard of him. I actually haven't watched any movies of him at all. But They're actually pretty good. You'd actually like it because okay. he's a World War II veteran. Interesting. Um, the first one, the first Avenger, is actually about him in World War II. So are these like 60s, 70s, or 
current like 20 oh like okay. 2010s okay um shows you why i know yeah it's about okay. this skinny dude who you'd think wouldn't be the strongest man in the world yeah but uh he tur- he gets turned into experiment in world war Two, and that sounds unpleasant oh yeah yeah <laughs> it was unpleasant for him anyway <laughs> it was very entertaining for everybody else to watch <laughs> and then okay um <laughs> And then, so they put him in this, like, um, coffin type thing, inject him with this serum. And he, like, he goes in skinny, comes out buff, buff as heck. I mean. <laughs> Interesting. And um, then he goes and fights this German spy who killed the scientist who created him. And then, <sighs> yeah, and then does all that. And then he gets his own suit and saves the world. The end. Interesting. He gets a shield, too. Yeah. So when he throws it, is it just like he throws it like a frisbee or does it have some kind of power properties? He throws it like a frisbee. Okay. It's made out of the lightest metal in the world. I, I, right. Let me Google it real quick. But um, it's made in Wakanda. If you have ever watched Black Panther. No, I haven't. The thing about Marvel is all the movies are tied in together hmm. with like little like snippets or comments. Like Star Wars. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just not as wide, but, you know. Cut. We should rant about the Mandalorian sometime. Yeah. Uncut. Okay, so any other random questions on this list we should do? Um, nope. All right. Well, in that case, we shall do the next one. This one was really fun. We probably won't answer it, but just to remember what we talked about. What is your dream car? Mm-hmm. That was a really good one. Mm-hmm. It was on John 1135, which was a pretty bad one all because we had to do it on Zoom. But otherwise, it was pretty good. And we did it on a two-word verse as well. But there's not. Jesus wept. Yeah, there was a lot in that. Yeah. I'd recommend going listen to that yeah. if you can bear to stand the audio. We turned a two-word verse into an hour, into an hour-long podcast. Yes. Which is what we did in youth group. Remember? Well, we did have the Babylon B and the random question to help with that, but yeah. We were in youth group one. What inspired that episode is we were in youth group one yes. day. And what we do in youth group is people nominate different verses yeah. that they want to talk well, about. We did down. at one point. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, we don't have youth group at all anymore, but no. <laughs> yeah. During Rona, but yeah. Um, we would nominate a verse. Then we would vote which one the best was. So, somebody nominated John eleven thirty five. I don't Jesus think I actually wept. nominated that, but I was a I think supporter was of Noah. that. I think that was Noah. Yeah, I think so. But um, just for like a meme or joke or whatever. Yeah. And then everybody else voted for it for, to go along with the joke. We turned that into like a 30-minute yeah. long lesson. Yeah, everybody else was like doing it as a joke. And then we were like, hey, that, 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 would, that actually has a lot of good stuff in it. And. It did. Yeah, yeah, we learned a lot about like the yeah. personality and like the yeah. the personification of Christ. Right. Yeah, that's um yeah. how you know how much how human he was along with right. how yeah. godly he was because mm-hmm. he was a hundred percent man and at the same time hundred percent God. Yes. So, was your dream car was the actual random question? So now it would. Pr- Let's see. I'm trying to remember what I said. Um, 
I said a Jeep or a Tesla. Yeah. But now that's kind of morphed into a Jeep or Dodge Charger because Dodge, Dodge Charger is really good. Yeah. I would probably have to go with Dodge Challenger over Charger. Challengers but, look really good. But, too. I mean, just because a Challenger is muscle car and a Charger sedan and a sedan is like, for me, it's the worst of two worlds because. It can only hold four people, maybe five, depending. But it's not like a muscle car that has really powerful, fast kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not an SUV that can go off-road. So it's like kind of in, uh, un, 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 yeah. an unpleasant <laughs> an unpleasant medium between the two. And that mm-hmm. was another rant in there. Yeah. But. So let's see. Yeah, I mean, there's also jeep wranglers there's just something about that that will never go away but we just had this one the other day what would you say if the whole if you had the whole world's attention for 30 seconds we oh, just yes. did that one the other day didn't we yeah i think or, like, a couple weeks ago i hope we didn't duplicate oh it must have been in the end of the old random yeah, i think hat. it was the last, yeah. very last one yeah because we just recently this. refilled the hat of random questions is yeah. why so okay yeah so that one was pretty good you remember that what episode was that? Um, I'm think that was Moses Part One, maybe Part Two, or no? Part One, Part Two, or Mere Christianity? I know that's three, and there's only been four or five recently, but that's <laughs> uh, it's one of those. That's all I can say because I'm not you. I remember doing this one <laughs> very yes. vaguely, but I remember saying, "Just shoot it." <laughs> You've been given an elephant, and you can't get rid of it. What would you do with it? I yeah. remember saying, just shoot it, because I don't want it in the yard anymore. Yeah. I don't want to have to pay somebody to come and take yeah. it to the zoo. Yeah. Although, how did the elephant get... If an elephant got into your yard, you either stole it or somebody planted it in your yard. So you're going to jail for either theft or possession of stolen property. So I would mm-hmm. be... So if I had an elephant and I can't and I couldn't get rid of it, what what would I do with it? I wouldn't do anything. I'd be getting the heck out of there. Hmm. Well, I think shooting it and selling it and stuff like that are kind of out of the question because you can't get rid of it. So mm-hmm. I mean, you don't get rid of it. You get out of there because yeah. I mean, how did an elephant get into your yard in America? Yeah. I mean, it's a matter of. Do we want it as a pet, or do we want to drive it around everywhere because it's an elephant? Or what would we want to its purpose to be is be cool the question. Try, it'd be cool to try to take a shower with it. Just like get it to suck a bunch of water and spray it all over you. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Get it to hold your towel on yeah. its trunk somehow, too. Yeah. Excuse me. <coughs> Got the Rona. I might have my throat's pretty dry. Nice. Yep. But um, use it as a yeah. toilet paper roll holder too. Just, use no, use it to go to the store to get toilet yeah. paper. Who's going to turn you out? Li- limit two, sir. I have an elephant out there. You really want to mess with me? I have an elephant. How how I got one? I don't know. I could have just stolen these from you. I'm actually paying them for you. Let me buy them, okay? I'm an elephant. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Okay. If you had to have a job that had infinite amounts of money, what job would you choose? Um, a YouTuber slash streamer slash podcaster. Anything in, like, media. It's kind of what you are right now. Yeah, but infinite amounts of money. That's true. <laughs> and I would own my own company, too. Yeah. Off the back of that. This one's one that requires lots of thought. Really? Yeah. And the fact that I haven't thought about it shows you how little we prepared for this episode. But... I mean, we prepared, but we didn't prepare by thinking about random questions. So, I mean... Cut out silence. (laughs) Chirp, 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 chirp. There's so many options. The thing with being in, like, media is everybody knows you and, you know. And, I mean, some people that's a good thing, some people that's a bad thing. And even when you stop, you keep getting paid. Because if I made one video... On YouTube. Okay, so let's say I have a thousand um, subscribers and um, fourteen hundred watch hours, which is the requirements for YouTube monetization. And I just made one or two videos. Each view that each of those videos gets get, gives me money. Right. So if I stopped at two videos, I'd still be getting paid. Well, you wouldn't care about that because you have infinite right. amount of money. So. Yeah. But. Um... I, I would consider going into the military just because, I mean, like, I could bribe literally everybody in the U.S. government to, to promote me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could literally bribe every single person in the world to Which, if the media care. found out, you'd get kicked out of the military. Right, but if I bribed the media, too, I mean, if we, you got infinite amount of money, you could just yeah. give everybody millions of dollars. And The only thing is that just like inflation, and it would just be like, I got infinite amount of money, but I have to carry around an armful of $100 bills to buy anything, so... Some more, just a matter, but you could just hire somebody to do that for you. So, just like prohibition, everybody was bribing cops not to arrest them for buying alcohol. Yeah, I mean, I would consider going to the military just because it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm actually considering being a Navy chaplain. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, you have to have a, you have to go through a crap load of school and experience. Well, you have to I'm, do that for any pastor, yeah, right, pastoral yeah. position. Pastoral position. Mm-hmm. Forget about dental care. I'm pastoral. <laughs> I got a good laugh out of that one. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's see. What was the best thing before slash bread? I need to look up what when slash bread was invented. Ramble for me, please. Okay. Um, the prohibition. Let's just talk about that for a second. Because, yeah. No, I actually wasn't finished. Okay, I'm already okay. there. <laughs> On July 7th, 1928, a bakery in Emma, which state Missouri. is that? Missouri, thank you. I can never remember what Missouri. So, July 7th, 1928, in a bakery in Chillicothe, Missouri. It's just... Otto Friedrich Rovers invention. The automatic bread slicing machine. Let's see. 
So, Considering this is good that it happened at the end of the night at the end of the twenties uh-huh. because there's a lot of things in the twenties that would be good. Uh-huh. Best thing before slice bread. So like TVs. Like, no, they didn't have TVs in the twenties. I'm thinking fifties. Um, radios. Radios. Yes, um, radios. Machine guns. That's kind of fun. I mean, World War. Yeah. Imagine a world before you could go. Well, I mean, you can do that anytime, really. Just. Well, yeah, but you can do that without a gun. Yeah. Like you just did. Yeah. Although that can spread coronavirus, so don't do that. I think you just gave me coronavirus. Probably. Uh, my dad's already had, so I don't really care. <laughs> you might be immune for all I know. My dad's getting vaccinated, so. Nice. Yeah. So let's see. I heard it was only for like healthcare workers and stuff. Well, and he, government work. He works in ballot health, so technically he's a healthcare worker. Uh, but he manages the IT desk, so it's important. But he's not like around patients or anything. It's a really important thing, but it's not like he's around patients. Well, we should so. give him a thank you card. He's a healthcare worker, and give him a bunch of free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're not making fun of healthcare workers. No, We're just yeah. making fun of, you know, yeah. 2020, really. <laughs> hmm. You know he listens to the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. We're not making fun of healthcare workers. We're just making fun of 2020. Yeah. Which is what everybody's been doing for a year now. Yeah. I remember in, like, early January, people were saying, this is going to be the best year ever. One YouTuber actually said it was Laser Beam. He actually said, not even a global pandemic could stop me from having a great year in 2020. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. I rewatched that video and I was like, holy crap. I mean, talk about that person predicting it. I mean, the Princess Bride predicted it back in the 70s. I mean, everyone's going to be wearing masks in the future. Now, granted, we, we wear them on the other half of our face than he did, but yeah. you, you know, there's still the Simpsons that. predicted coronavirus too. Yeah, that's true. They, like predict, they, predicted, they predicted everything. Yeah, they predicted apparently. Trump, uh, the apparently. Apple Watch, coronavirus. That uh, that one town that got their water poisoned by that chemical plant. I mean, let's see. One last thing here. What's something you've learned in the past week? Ooh, um, or, well, let's see. What about what's something you've learned this past year? Yeah, how about that? What, we, we need to get some really corny answers about what we've learned this past year. I'm not going to give you a corny answer. I'm going I'm to give you an honest answer. Okay, good. People are idiots. Yeah, including us, but yeah, yeah, other but, people too. You know, people on social media, yeah. people going out and protesting and rioting. Yeah. yeah. Like, the fact that they're saying they're peaceful. Right, yeah. But then blowing up buildings. I saw a video from MSNBC. There's this person, and the headline reads, Mostly peaceful protests occur outside whatever city. And the reporter is literally standing in front of a building that is currently on fire. Mm -hmm. And not, like, just a fire from one window. It's, like, completely up in flames. Engulfed. Yeah, engulfed. And it's just like, here we are witnessing these mostly peaceful protests. And, uh, yeah. I mean, they're throwing Molotov cocktails at police. And and police aren't supposed to drink while they're on duty, too. So that's even 
Reader. Yeah. So. We're, no, we're peaceful. We're peaceful. Oh, look, it's a pinata dressed as a cop on a bike. <laughs> yep. I see how many donuts yep. come out. <laughs> yep. You know, and, one, yeah. one previous question we did at one point was, what one person in history would you like to go back and talk to? And with all the stuff that's happened in the past year, I think my answer would now be um, Martin Luther King because mm-hmm. just to be able to talk with him and ask him what he thinks about what is happening now and just I think that would be really interesting. If you ask me, he'd probably just sit down, shake his head and say, that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And people are idiots by thinking it's cool to lick doorknobs and toilet seats just to contract yeah. coronavirus yeah. for a challenge on yeah. Instagram or whatever. Yeah, I don't get that. Just I mean, you I under- shouldn't waste ventilators on people. I mean, I, under- I understand that teens are stupid because I'm stupid and I'm a teen, but it's grown adults and, doing it too. Well, yeah, that too, but the way that they're stupid is what yeah. gets me. I mean, like, I understand someone thinking, like, I don't know. I can't think of an example. But there's teenage stupidness, and then there's, ooh, that person on social media dropped a quarter into an outlet. Ooh, I should do that. People think I'm cool for that. And it's just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and some, like. I thought I was crazy. And I watch this YouTube channel called Donut Operator where he just talks about all these, like, well, now it's mainly, like, people, like, just screaming police brutality Yeah. at the side of the cop. Like, um, these people only put, like, the cameras only start rolling when the struggle starts. Oh, There's no context to what happens. Yeah. Like what you see right. on social media, right? When these people say these cops just shot this innocent man when right. he was just driving yeah. down the road, yeah. Where's the context? Right. Why Con- did they shoot him? Exactly. You know, and the people replying saying, "Oh, all cops are bad. All people, right. All cops, exactly. You know, they yeah. don't do the research. They just see this, right? What like do the research? Yeah. Google what happened, right? And don't click on a news article. Click on like a an attorney general's report, right? Or a police yes. report, exactly. Yeah. You know. Now, I mean, that sounds stupid to click on a police report to say to see about and thing about police brutality. But when you think about it, that actually is they can't just say whatever they say on a police report. They have to say what actually happened because there are like dozens of people there. And it's not like you can just say whatever happened and get away with it. Yeah. So a police report actually is generally the most reliable source for stuff like that, even if you think the police have done something. And nine times out of ten, the people that that's being fought by police have dozens of warrants. Oh, yeah, on. yeah. And I mean, like, <laughs> whoever this person, I can't remember what their name was, but, you know, that person that um they broke into their house and they had, like, Theron. Rihanna okay. Taylor. Yeah, that, yeah. And just like, okay, this happens sometimes, yeah. So what? But her, for every boyfriend, time. her boyfriend pulled a gun on him. On him. Right. Yeah. It, but I mean, he didn't. It's kind of a. It's kind of th- like a tricky topic. I mean, yes, it's very sad that they got killed. But I think all the people there did, apart from the fact that they were at the wrong place, they did do what they were supposed to do. The fact that 
he was able to do that. I mean, they were just at the yeah. wrong house, right? But, and I mean, I we're mean, not defending I, anybody. We're no, not. no, but I mean, out of the millions of times that happens in a year, maybe not millions, but thousands, the it happened. It they went to the wrong place one time. You can't just say all police are bad because of that. That's mm -hmm. just ridiculous. But we're going into a rant in the middle of the random question segment, which is already 35 one, minutes long. But. One more one more thing. Um, I, I was watching Donut Operator like I always do, and um, somebody, um, somebody tweeted out saying, oh, all cops are bad. Um, if you can name one person who has been if you can name one African-American person who has shot, who has um, approached police and survived or been arrested by police and survived, an African-American person who has been arrested by police and survived, I would like to have a chat mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. I would love to meet you. So he, he replied with a whole list of African-Americans who even shot at police and, and were, was taken alive. Well, no, he, he only replied with one, but he put together a list in a video. The one that he replied with was a guy that was um, arrested by sheriff's deputies. He shot at sheriff's deputies, and he was arrested by sheriff's deputies. And she said, you, no, um, I meant cops. <laughs> and then he said, this idiot doesn't even think sheriff's deputies are co actual cops. I think by cops, they mean anyone who would shoot a black person just for being black. Is what which they mean by cops. The, they hardly ever do. Right, which it, I don't think anybody the chance actually of that exists happening like that. Is less than one percent. Yeah. There's one clip of these cops. You know, they have their guns drawn at this one guy because he has several warrants. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this?" And somebody shouted, "Because you're black!" And everybody assumed it was one of the cops. <laughs> Even an African-American cop that was there mm -hmm. on scene yep. with them said, none of the officers said that. That was somebody. Yeah. That was a bystander. Yeah. So, I mean, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. And one thing that really bothers me about this is that if it really is about not racial equ equality, but about Black Lives Matter more than white people. Is this still doesn't make sense because there are tons of black cops out there. Okay, well, enough of ranting here. We'll get we'll rant even more in the in the segment following this. Yes, in the segment following the one following the one following this. Mm -hmm. But the random question will be a lot longer than all the other segments today. So, see you with the main segment. Hello, Hello and welcome, welcome to the Weak Encouragement. <laughs> welcome to the Weak Encouragement, yes. We are weak. Okay. <laughs> that was pathetic. Let's start over. Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Encouragement. Very nice. Very nice beginning. Yes. Very nice intro. Yes. All right. Well, we are talking about how the podcast became. Yes. In this segment. Yes. And I'm going to tell you the story. Story time. Story time. Somebody get me a pipe and one of those fancy one of those fancy robes and a handkerchief that, you know, poofs out of your chest. And a, and a pencil mustache. 
long, long ago. No, I'm just kidding. So I was in the shower one day, <laughs> and um, I was like, hey, I, and I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember what podcast it was. And I was like, hey, this will be fun to, you know, run a podcast. So I was like, so I Googled how to run a podcast for free. And, um, you know, I did all the research, took a bunch of notes, figured up, like, a bunch of pricing, which was very cheap. Because all, all I would need is my phone. And, um, and then we were at a prayer advance in West Virginia um, last West year. West Virginia. <laughs> I'm sure there's a song about that we should play in here. There, is, yeah. there actually is a yeah. song. Yeah, but a good one worth playing in the podcast. West Virginia, Mount Mama. Um, and I said, I, um, I'm planning on launching a podcast, you know, just trying to make conversation because we were in an old college dorm mm-hmm. and there was nothing else to talk about. So I, so I just said, hey, I'm launching We got a tired of playing cards. Yeah. Tic-tac-toe. Yeah, we were just bored. What color is that car pulling in? Um, it's it's dark outside, so we can't really tell anymore. So that game isn't fun. Yeah. And then he said, "Cool." And yep. then once I was getting ready to launch it, um, I texted him and said, "Hey, would you like to be my co-host?" And he said, hmm, "Sure." <laughs> so we recorded a trailer right after church in the teen room where we record we where we've recorded a couple episodes actually for the first little while yeah yeah on his old laptop because that's a new one right you've had that since we've started the podcast um I thought that was on your laptop I didn't have a laptop before this one oh I got this one just before Christmas so oh, that must have been my laptop but anyway we didn't have a microphone or anything. I think the laptop microphone worked pretty well. Yeah, because I was getting one for Christmas. We were like, hey, we need to get a trailer out since we planned on doing it after Christmas. This was a couple weeks before Christmas. And we recorded a trailer, put it together, and released it. And um, and then on December 27th, we released our first episode. I think we recorded it... Um, at your house, in yeah, your we basement, were, in, yeah, in your in my set, in your quote unquote basement. Yeah, it was a it's a finished basement that, that could be that, a third floor. Yeah, but I actually have a picture on my phone. Yeah, but I can pull it up. On I think it. it's on our website, but our our quote, old our quote unquote website. Yeah, our old our our, our old new one website. too. Actually, I put it on there. I think oh, nice. Then I have that pulled up right here. But yeah, it's a quote unquote website because it's not really much of a website. But we did get a random question suggestion which we'll use in the next episode yes it's from a man named i'm not gonna do it until i'm not gonna say (laughs) his name (laughs) yeah is he a man is he a boy we don't know we just have his name yep but anyway so that is how the podcast became it started in the shower and finished in my basement that's well it's not finished yet no no we're we have moved on we have moved from my basement to, to the, the teen, teen room, to the to, room off the church office with yeah. terrible internet, but who cares? Yeah. We don't really need internet for a podcast. Yeah. So, I feel like I should have some story about it, but mine is basically, oh, yeah, we were at is. the place, we were doing the stuff I already talked about. He told me he's going to start a podcast. Oh, cool. 
could I perhaps advertise? Because I was having some business ideas I was trying to make work. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, I guess. I don't yeah, really sure. know what I'm going to do for it yet, but we might. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And then a couple months later, he was like, hey, you want to be part of the podcast? And I was just like, um, I guess. Uh, I have no idea what a podcast is like. So, yeah, there it goes. And I was like, I'll, the first time he taught me about it, it was just like, I didn't think he was this stereotypical of a 14-year-old because, I mean, there's so many people nowadays that just do a podcast and it's like they do a couple episodes and then get tired of it. And I thought that's what you were going to do. But, <laughs> yeah, that's not we what did we did. that for a couple months when we were getting ready for season that's two. That's true. But we still did it, though. Yeah. We've been we doing- were, quote, unquote, getting ready for season two. Yeah. It was a combination of taking a break, being lazy, preparing. Well, it was a combination of that – preparing and coronavirus we probably would have started a lot sooner if it wasn't for coronavirus because didn't you have like you had to get tested or something or your dad dad had to get tested tested because he was exposed that was the main thing we might not have even changed the the thing for the season was that we just it was just running down and we needed to really change things to make it not so pathetic yeah and we hope we don't have to do that again unless it gets really pathetic again yeah but but it's going really good so far yeah, since we've changed. I mean, yeah. our listener numbers have improved significantly. Well, yeah, or well, they've maintained is the main thing because it's hovered around 20 or 25 for a while, which is really good because it means we're keeping people. Yes. And, of course, that fluctuates and stuff. And, I mean, I don't really care apart from if we're decreasing in listeners, that means – Something about our podcast they don't aren't interested anymore, which means hmm, we probably should change something. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not trying to be the people who are only reason we have the podcast is to get listeners. Which I mean, it's nice, but we don't really yeah. care that much about it. But if we have like one listener, we might just stop doing it because what's the point? <laughs> I mean. That one list. The reason for that is because that one listener is probably us. Because yeah. we listen to ourselves testing it. Yeah. So that is how the podcast came yes. about, and uh, how it is doing right now. We are yeah. actually doing pretty good. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we've been doing this for a year. Yeah, I'm, and you you, know, you, you mentioned yeah. you know we would just lose interest, but yeah. Um, we haven't. We've been doing this for and a year, I mean, and I hope we get to do it Considering for coronavirus and how much we had to do it on Zoom, which just sucks, but by the way, we aren't doing it on Zoom today. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. It just, there. when I'm editing the podcast, the first one I did that we did on Zoom is just like, this is so pathetic. It's not just the sound quality. It's just, it sounds like we just met and we're doing a podcast yeah. because of the way the Zoom lag works, and it's just... Doing it in person is so much better, yeah. even apart from the sound quality. Here are so. some very interesting statistics about our podcast. Hmm. So 97% of our audience is in the United States. That's good to know, I guess. Yes. 1% is... Okay, so each of these countries I'm listing off, yeah. 1% of our listeners comes from that. Oh, or actually less than 1%. Yeah, less but one thing about this statistic is that it's from anyone who's ever listened to the podcast. It's yeah. not like... We don't have people in Ireland and Portugal right now. We might, but we don't know that. We've had them at some point. Though. Yeah. So, so. Um, United States, Ireland, Portugal, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, South Africa. You're South African. 
<laughs> for today, I yeah, know. for today, I, I identify as South African now. Philippines, Brazil, New Zealand, and the Netherlands. So that's nice. pretty interesting. We the sun never sets on the weekly encouragement empire. Nope. <laughs> um. So, um, thirty percent of our listeners are zero to seventeen years old and sixty plus years old. Thirty percent each. Yeah, thirty percent each. And fifty-two percent of our audience is female, and forty-two percent is um, male, and five percent is non-specified. And thank heavens, zero percent are non-binary. <laughs> yeah, that would just be bad. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it's good. We get to. I don't know. We have surpassed 1,000 listeners. I made a Facebook post about or 1, it. Or 1,000 listens. Yeah, listens, not listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that um, listens, we have, We currently are less than... Can we do the math here? 60. We are, we are 59 listens away from 1,500. Yes. Which... <laughs> we... <laughs> Our current balance right now on Anchor is $14.11. That's yes. how much this podcast is yes. worth. So if you asked me how much I made a year, I would say $3. No, $5. I make $5 a year. Because $5 for me, $5 for you, $5 for the podcast. After yeah. $15. Yeah. So if you ask me. And <laughs> not to mention that we have to, um, we have a 25 Set fee yeah. to, to so actually cash it out. Four seventy-five. Yeah, I'm so rich. <laughs> <laughs> we actually got a sponsor that paid us ten dollars for an ad, and we made more from that one ad than than we do in three years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no, in one year. Yeah. I don't know. I said three years. My brain is messed up. Well, altogether, we get uh, more than that. Yeah, you get the point. It it's not a rich business. No. So that most listened to episode. Let's see. Oh, let's see. Did this actually make it? Our most listened to episode is number one. Episode number one, I believe. Hmm. I forgot to do it. I was what? supposed our our first episode about the gospel uh-huh. has ninety seven listens. Uh-huh. I was supposed to listen to it three times, oh, so it would be hundred. Goodness, no. Hey, if you haven't heard it yet, go listen to it now because mm-hmm. it really bothers me. That's ninety seven. If it was just a hundred, that would be good. I don't mm-hmm. don't make it more than a hundred though. So yeah. only three of you go listen to it. No, no more. So, yeah. Yeah. I got nothing else. Um, Let's see. So we were going to talk about some of our favorite moments and bloopers. Yes, that this is kind of – it was going to be another segment, but we're just do it. Yeah. So just roll it. Um, I, so we actually compiled a list here. So Yes. One – oh, my goodness. I still remember this. But um, – 
we accidentally we were on Zoom, and I think it was me that accidentally said the Nazis are the best people. In Actually, the world. no, we were in person at, in in your house. No, that think, that was Acne Mouse episode, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so so I was reading the notes. You know, I was reading our script, but William made a grammatical error. He said the Nazis are the best people in the world. When he meant to say the Nazis or the best people in the world, but he said the Nazis, comma, the best people in the world. Yes. Which made it look like I said the Nazis are the best people in the world. Yes. So I need to pull up the actual thing here because we still have it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So uh, here it is. If it wasn't for the universal law of human nature, there is nothing, com- anybody, comma, there's nothing anybody, comma, the Nazis, comma, or the best people in the world, comma, or anyone else. You added the or after I said. Oh, yeah, that's true. the best people in the world. Okay, so there's nothing anybody, comma, the Nazis, comma, the best people in the world, comma, or anyone else could do that was good or bad. Because I was typing in a hurry, I made it look like the Nazi, the best people in the world wasn't a positive for the Nazis, which it is not. But... Instead of listing, uh, having a list of things, it was in a positive, so. Yeah. So we still have a good laugh about it, even today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one, we're actually going to play uh, a clip of this. Yeah. Hezekiah doesn't exist. So basically, if you listen to our Philippine, Philippians episode, um, it started out with William saying, Hezekiah doesn't exist. And I said, what? Because before we were started recording that episode, yeah. he, he told, he was like, he was telling me the story about Hezekiah. And I said, I've never heard of Hezekiah, but I guess it's just one of those Old Testament books. Yeah, I just said. Books that nobody ever. I, I think for some about. reason we were talking about favorite books in the Bible. Yeah. And I said, mine was Hezekiah. Yeah. And the way you acted, I thought you understood what I was talking about, yeah. but. In case you don't know, don't go flipping through your Bibles. Hezekiah is not a book of the Bible. No. It's, it was one of the kings, I think. It was one of the good ones. So here's here goes the blooper. No. This so, week we are going to be talking about the wonderful book of Philippians. Yes. Um, it's, pop, pro, it's probably my uh, favorite book of the Bible. My favorite is probably Hezekiah. Yeah. I've heard of that. I've just never read it before. <laughs> Me neither. There's a ton of Old Testament books that I've never heard of before until well, today. Hezekiah is one of those books that you hear about it, but you never read it yeah. because it doesn't exist. What? Hezekiah <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. <laughs> Man, that's... That just shows that just proves, that will never get old. Yeah, that just proves that we're idiots. Yeah. yeah, because I fooled you by thinking that I understood the joke, but just went along with it sarcastically, yeah. and you fooled me. So I mean, yeah. Leo Tolstoy, oh, Leo Toy Story. Yeah. What What was that? I don't. Well, I jokingly said in our. How much land does a man need? Oh, yeah. Rant that it was written by Leo Toy Story, mm-hmm. and I thought that would be worth mentioning. That was recent, but I thought it would be worth mentioning because that was yeah. pretty good. 
Um, I will go ahead and play the clip of the Nazis. Yeah, I think this oh, is the right it. one. Yeah, I think this is the right one. If it's not, I will cut it and redo. So, here it goes. <laughs> And if it wasn't for the law of human nature, nothing, anybody, the Nazis, the best people in the world, or anyone else could do that was that was good or bad. I just found out in my note that I seem to have said that the Nazis are the best people in the world. Oh my goodness! No, no. <laughs> Oh boy. Good times. We have too much fun. <laughs> Is there such thing as too much fun? Not really. But if it is, we do. If you ask Karen, there is. And that is any kind of fun. Could you define for me and everybody listening what is a Karen? Okay, I'll pull up. It sounds it sounds like a person, but from what I understand, it's like a tattletale. Is that no. Okay. Actually. Well, technically, yes. She is okay. a tattletale because okay. she always asks for the manager. But... Okay, I have no idea what it means. I just, it, I think it means something to, like something like a tattletale. I really don't Here know. Here is the official definition, the slang definition of Karen from dictionary.com. Karen is a pejorative like, slang a term for an obnoxious, angry, entitled, and often racist middle-aged white woman who uses her privilege to get her way or police other people's behaviors. As featured in memes, Karen is generally stereotyped as having blonde bob, a bob, a blonde bob haircut, asking to speak to retail and restaurant managers to voice complaints or make demands, and being an anti-vaxxer, Generation X, soccer mom. In 2020, Karen has spread as a label used to call out white women who are who were captured in viral videos engaging in what are widely seen as racist acts. Hmm. Our next looper comes from when we had Greg Kokel on our podcast, which is just I'm still I still don't believe that he actually came on here. I've listened yeah. to the episode many times in the process of editing it. I still don't believe it. So yeah. yeah. Here goes, not exactly a blooper, but a intended blooper. Yes. Fake blooper, you could call it. This week we talked to Greg Kolkel about his book, Tactics, and we just wanted to give a quick overview of some of them. Here's, a, here's, a, here's just a few of them. Yeah. So whenever possible, make sure you get into discussions with your family about stuff that you don't agree on. For best results, choose a topic that neither of you will ever budge on. It's not about trying to show people how they're wrong. The point is to absolutely own your liberal relatives. Make sure you don't let the other person talk unless they're going to make a fool of themselves. Don't let actual evidence corrupt your personal opinions. When confronted with evidence, simply say, that's your truth, not mine. If the other person seems to have made a good point, calling them a bigot or racist or homophobic will show that they're completely wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa wait, whoa, 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 hold up. Are you sure you're reading the right tactics? Are yeah. you sure you're reading it from this book right here? Yeah, this is Tactics by Greg By Gregory Kokel. Yeah, this is Tactics by Greg Kokel. Oh, no, this is an infographic we wrote to submit to the Babylon Bee before we realized we couldn't do that. No. Well, okay, don't, don't use those tactics. Um, listen in for 
the ones you should actually use. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. It's even more funnier when it's about to... In that episode, it's more funny just because we have the context and stuff, but it's still pretty good here. Yeah. So, yeah, don't use those tactics unless you're just showing someone humorous. Yes. Yeah. Humorousness. Next is Secretary of Fatuity. Yes. Oh, is that the Ask Nine Fatuity attempt? Just wait. See if I can find it. It's on YouTube, I think. Yeah. Here Storge, which I found out is how you're actually supposed to pronounce it. Um, we called it like storage or something. So. Storage. <laughs> I think we should still call it storage. Okay. Yeah. It's the podcast. Yeah. It's the podcast of <laughs> pronouncing things incorrectly. It's the podcast of S9 Fatuity. I think we should be on Joe Biden's cabinet. <laughs> Secretaries <laughs> of Astonite Fatuity. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, if w w Joe Biden really needs to hire us on his cabinet, we, I'll be the Secretary of Asininity and you'll be the Secretary of Fatuity. And that way, Asininity. Asininity. Is that an actual word? Asinine, asinine. Well, asinine is an adjective. Asinine. So, asininity. Noun, asininity, the quality of being asinine. Stupidity combined with stubbornness, folly, foolishness, unwiseness. The trait of acting stupidly or rashly. Which is we basically just march right up onto the White House and say, hey, we need to be your secretaries of asinine and fatuity. We work well together. Wait, if we were the secretaries of asinine fatuity, would we advise them against being stupid or advise them to be stupid? I don't think he needs any more advising to be stupid. That's true. To advise them against it. Because right. we're experts on that. So. Right. We're, we're the secretaries of asinine fatuity. We're keeping asinine fatuity out, out of the White House. Yes. So the Karens of the White House. <laughs> okay. I think I understand that. The Karens of of the cabinet. Again, I, I, I'm proving to everybody that I am a legitimate homeschooler because I don't know what that means. Still, okay, here. Have flashbacks. <laughs> All right, let's see. Which episode was this in? I think we were recording. You were trying to record an ad for something? Yeah, I was trying to record an ad, and I tried to get your input because I only had the microphone on me. Yeah. So I didn't get any you know, background noise. Hey, guys. Andrew here. Um, I know the audio quality sounds different, but um, I changed the settings so you can only hear me talking. So I'm just going to take a few seconds here to acknowledge me mispronouncing stuff in almost every episode. Am I correct, William? Oh, gosh! <laughs> oh, I have to flower bed that, I don't know. <laughs> we laughed so hard after that. <laughs> that nearly deafened me. I mean, seriously, that feedback was so loud, the actual feedback came on the microphone from your headphones. I know. <laughs> You got like 10 years of being a race car fan in five seconds of yeah. microphone feedback. 
I've, I've actually been to a couple races. I can barely hear myself think. And that. Yeah. I could barely hear anything after that, except for ringing in my ear. I think I, well, this podcast was dangerous for the Blue Yeti, I'm telling you. We, had, we, had, we, had, we, had, we sounded like goats. Let's see. What were we doing that caused that? We were trying to record an ad, I think. I was trying to acknowledge me get Oh, yeah. Things yeah. like, by God, yeah. dig it. Yeah. Uh, what else have I missed? I think I actually said, by God. No, I said, by God. No, oh, okay. Siri, what it was. Okay. And, <laughs> oh, my goodness. We've what, learned what a lot. What else have I mispronounced? Um, Storgy? Storage. That was me, too. Yeah. But. Storg. Storge. Storge. I should have known that. That was kind of obvious, but I didn't know that, so. All right, well, that's all I got for this segment. <laughs> this has been a great year for us. I don't yes. know about you. Wait, it's 2020. What am I saying? <laughs> we all know the answer for, for, to that. It's been a great year for the podcast, not yes. us individually. Yes. <laughs> that laugh that I just did must have sounded like a herd of hyenas. It, what, it, I thought you're. I thought you were going to talk about volume. I was getting ready to make a remark about the "don't publish this" twenty-seven seconds. <laughs> wow! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was. <laughs> well, dare you, sir? I think twenty twenty is. Yeah, it's a bad year, but for our time, for us. But there's also some good parts about it when you mm-hmm. think about it. I mean, there. There's yeah. a lot of, to be learned about it. We I mean, sent the first humans in this. We, we sent the first Americans in the space since in a while. Yeah, there's that. But there's also discovered coronavirus. The yeah, we did the musky way. Remember that? <laughs> we need to talk about that. I can't believe we forgot about that. Mm. Let's see. Well, in the Babylon B segment, along because there aren't any new many new articles because of mm-hmm. christmas they didn't do any because they're lazy yeah because uh, they're in california yeah. but i mean they're they couldn't go see their family anyway so. yeah so um there aren't many babylon b articles so we'll be talking about old ones throughout the year so, the so we're ranking about um, gun buybacks yes okay yes so see you with the weekly rant hello and welcome to the mostly rant. not 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 Entirely William Weekly Rant. <laughs> yeah, I'm included in this one, yes. actually, because yes. it's a topic that we both like, which yes. is guns. And yes. more specifically, gun buybacks. Yes. And if you're a gun enthusiast, you're probably going, ugh. <laughs> you probably just deleted this episode and threw your phone on the ground because... Because we, we agree with you. Gun buybacks are stupid. Yes, that's their point. Gun gun buybacks are asinine fatuity. Yeah. That's the only way to describe it. You may say, well, they may... Well, they've destroyed over 660,000 guns that the military could have been using. Yes. <laughs> to defend our country. And that firearm suicides have been down 74%. But what about knives? I mean, people are still, yeah, you know, yeah. slitting their own throats or wrists or whatever. Right, what about yeah. ropes in a chair? Right. And... Or poison. Yeah. Or drugs. Right. I mean... I mean, in 1934, a kid could 
order a machine gun, an actual working machine gun that can do some serious harm to people, yeah. can kill somebody yeah. by mail. And you know how yeah. many num- and you know the number of school shootings prior to nineteen thirty four? Zero. Yep. But now that you've banned all these guns, that now that you've put an age uh, minimum on guns, all these people are buying guns and shooting now, up schools. Now, of course, this example is jo- a joke, but the point, is, but the point is still true that when you take away people's guns, that just makes them want them even more. That and also. Gun buybacks. A criminal isn't going to go to a gun buyback and sell his gun. No. A law, a, a law-abiding citizen may. Yeah. But not an actual criminal. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you go, if you think about what people have turned in, somebody yeah. turned in these homemade shotguns who were just a block of wood with a hole drilled, yeah. it, drilled in it with a metal pipe in it. Yep. They bought those. They, they bought five of those. It cost them $5 to make all yeah. four of them. He walked out of there with $400 in cash yep. for a block for four blocks of wood and yeah. four metal pipes stuck in them. And also, there's also that. And these are human beings yeah. doing this too. And also, there's cases where people were actually sent to give airsoft guns. Yeah, there's so And the the worst part is that the people collecting the guns don't even realize that they're not real guns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to have say you're doing this in New York and maybe surely you would at least bother to get the one person in your state that knows that guns who knows anything about guns to actually do that. I mean, you wouldn't take the millions of, I mean, that one person is grand going to be really busy because yeah. there's only one of them in New York. But, you know, <laughs> in New York City, in a New York City gun buyback, results in 44 total firearms turned in. Okay, so they had a picture of a bunch of handguns on a table laid out, two of which are airsoft pistols. Yes, they're all pistols. None of them are actual like AR-15s. No, they're all pistols, the kind that one good citizens use to protect themselves and yes. others and two mass shooters <laughs> mass shooter yeah and two mass shooters don't use because you can hold like nine bullets in a magazine you're you're done yeah an no. ar-15 holds what 16 saw some magazines hold 30 but um, yeah i mean and it's of course that's another rant for another time but a lot of them are actually not even I forgot what I was going to say. Are not even guns worth buying? Some of them don't even have triggers. This one is a gun-shaped wood block with a PVC pipe on it. Yep. I mean, like... And that made 30% of the California confiscations. (laughs) Well... I've got this thing to read, and we will rant about. We'll try to cut it down because this episode is going to be really long, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to just read this. Gun advocates, so this is a question someone asks on a certain social media platform. Mm -hmm. Gun advocates argue one reason they need guns is because police response is so slow. The police stopped the Ohio mass shooter within one minute. Will Will that change this argument? Answer, absolutely not. 
in all caps, which means with great exclamation. Mm -hmm. The thing with this is, though, it's all caps, but it ends in a period, not an exclamation mark. Hmm. I'm confused. But anyway, this is El Dorado County Sheriff John D'Agostini. Something like that. I happen to personally know John, so while at a fundraiser dinner together, I was able to have this actual conversation with the sheriff. What is your philosophy on CCWs, concealed carry weapons, concealed carry weapons permits? This sheriff, Levum, got a fire extinguisher? Huh? Do you own a fire extinguisher? Um, yes, two actually, one in the garage and one near the kitchen. Sheriff, why? Um, so I can possibly put the fire out before the fire department gets here? By the way, fire departments will actually train and advertise the proper method to extinguish a fire, and nobody thinks twice about this. But yet somehow it's horrible to promote gun safety and how to pr properly defend your family's lives. The sheriff. Exactly. I don't know how long it will take one of my deputies to arrive. I wish all my law-abiding citizens were armed to protect their family until we can arrive to assist. There are roughly 4,000 people in El Dorado County with a CCW concealed carry Concealed carry carry weapons permit. permit. Yeah. yeah. And a population of 192,000. So if you go to a movie in El Dorado County and 100 people attend there, chances are there's at least two people watching the movie with a gun. Do I feel safe knowing this? Yes. Because that, they either can defend, they can defend themselves and you. And if they're crazy, there's another person in there with a right. gun. Right. Yeah. There's <laughs> that too. Yes. So, Yeah. And one of the employees most likely has a gun on them, too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. or somebody else in another auditorium has a yeah. gun. So, it's, it's genius. Yeah, it, it's really just one of those. It's kind of, it echoes of the mutually assured destruction theory. It's not nearly the same thing, but it's similar. So, with nuclear weapons, there are two main strategies. This is a whole other rant, but basically there's the... MAD theory, mutually assured destruction, where everybody's got nukes and nobody uses them because nobody wants to get nuked back. Mm -hmm. Other one, nobody has nukes. The only danger is if somebody does get them, nobody else got them. So mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing you can do about in it. World War II, only America right. had nukes. Right. Nobody else had them. But right. now everybody has nukes and nobody yeah. wants to use yeah. them. Now, and now they're trying to go back to the other theory, the what I call the MAP, mutually unassured peace mm -hmm. theory. MAP because it actually spells a word map yeah. map makes more sense than mup mm -hmm. so yeah so it when you apply that to guns you get okay chances are somebody out there is going to get a gun you can't make it impossible for criminals to get a gun but what you can do is make it easy for good people to get a gun you can make it easy for everybody around you to get, have a gun so that when some lunatic does try to shoot up a theater, somebody else can shoot him first or second, depending on the situation. But, yeah, that's the whole point, that when more people have guns, crime rates decrease because you don't want to get shot. No, because they'll shoot yeah. back. Now, with the MAD theory, that uh, that kind of doesn't apply with um like islam jihad kind of things because uh -huh. you know but that's a different story but yeah so yeah 
there's even people, I, I, I've ranted myself out here. There's even people taking the time and effort to make guns out of scrap metal, like welding them together and everything. Yeah. Selling them in a buyback mm-hmm. and then buying more guns with the proceeds. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to America. Yep. That can't be more American. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If, if, if he was carried in on a bald eagle eating a burger, it'd be perfect. Yeah. There's just something so American about gun buybacks that it's almost like a natural response for Americans to be like, hmm, how can I use this to my advantage to trick the stupid government into giving me more money? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Light bulb. Let's do this. And that's what's happening, basically. (laughs) So to sum up, gun buybacks, bad. Yes. There's no point. Yes. So, I've ranted myself out, unless you have anything else. Mm, nope. Just, why just confiscate guns? Confiscate knives, drugs? Yeah. Confiscate motor vehicles. I mean, they're going down the road 80 I miles mean, they're 15-ton bullets. Yeah, so. basically. I mean, not go quite as fast, but, you know, might as well for all. Yeah. Because... If you so. get hit with one. Yeah. yeah. Actually, a car is much more dangerous because you can get many people with one bullet. Yeah. Two birds, one bullet. Yeah. Maybe like <laughs> 10 dozen birds, but yeah. Anyway, that's the end of this segment. We'll see you back with a year wrap of the Babylon Bee. Hello and welcome to the weekly encouragement Babylon Bee edition. Yes. We are going to read our two favorite articles from the past year. Well, one each. Yeah. Total. Two total. So Andrew, Kick us off. I'm actually going to read the one that we got published. So yes. I wrote this headline um, that said, "Angry um, the Count from Sesame Street goes into hiding from angry protesters because, you know, they wanted to stop people counting yes. voting or whatever. Yes. But then the Babylon Bee saw, oh, that would make a good article. So they wrote it and, let yes. it and changed it. But- yeah. It's still the same thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Trump sharpens wooden stake to take down the Count. Um Washington, D.C. Stop the count, cried President Trump in the Oval Office this morning. Aides and lawyers quickly started laying out ways they could use the courts to try and stop illegal ballots from being counted. But Trump interrupted them. No, that little purple guy who's always counting. Aides began researching ancient dusty tomes and Google until they finally found a way to stop the count. A wooden stake. Trump immediately broke off a piece of his desk chair and started whittling it into a sharp point. He had Marine One drop him off at a dark alley near Sesame Street, where he waited until he spotted the Count, the count Von Count singing a song about counting. One, two, three, four, hey, 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 That's the sound of the Count. The dastardly caped Count counter sang as Trump crept in behind him. Gotcha, Trump shouted as he jumped out from behind a fake tree and tried to stab Von Count. The Count instantly turned into a flurry of bats and flew away. You'll never get away with this Count. I'll get you one day, Von Count. Trump then got into an argument with Elmo about sharing. Because sharing is basically the same thing as socialism, really. Yeah. Sometimes. Alright, well, I'm going to end us here with this. The first ever article. The first ever article we ever read. Motorcyclist who identifies as bicyclist sets cycling world record in New York City. 
in an inspiring story from the world of professional cycling, a motorcyclist who identifies as a bicyclist has crushed all the regular bicyclists, setting an unbelievable world record. In a local qualifying race from the world for the World Road Cycling League, well, the World Road Cycling League, the motorcyclist crushed the previous 100-mile record of three hours, 13 minutes, with his amazing new score of well under an hour. Professional motorcycle racer Judd E. Banner, the brave trans vehicle rider, was allowed to race after he told league organizers he's always felt like a bicyclist in a motorcyclist's body. Look, my right has handlebars, two wheels, a seat, he told reporters as he accepted a trophy for his incredible time trial. Just because I've got a little extra hardware, such as a 1170 cubic centimeter flat twin engine with 110 horsepower, doesn't mean I have any kind of inherent advantage here. Nice. Banner also said he painted the word Puffy on the side of his bike, ensuring he has no advantage over the bikes that came out of the factory as bicycles. Some critics say he needs to cut off his motor in order to make the competition fairer, but he quickly called these people bygots, and they were immediately banned from professional cycle racing. That is the end of this episode. If you want to learn more about us, listen to the next segment. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Weekly Encouragement. For more episodes, you can look into our archives and subscribe to us on YouTube so you don't miss our episode videos. You can follow us on Facebook at the Weekly Encouragement with Andrew and William. You can follow me on Parlor William J. Cox at Solar Patrol. And you can follow the podcast on Parlor at the Weekly Encouragement Podcast. At the Weekly Encouragement. If you have any questions, comments, or whatever, you can contact us at therandomemail415 at gmail.com, and you can learn more at theweeklyencouragement.square.site. You can also become a monthly supporter of this podcast by going to anchor.fm slash encouragement. All of your contributions go towards funding, advertisement, and new equipment. We do not keep a cent for ourselves. Talk to you next week. Bye. See ya.